You're listening to America's Entrepreneur, the podcast designed to educate, entertain, and inspire you in your personal and professional journey. I'm your host, Aaron Spatz, and on the podcast, I interview entrepreneurs, industry experts, and other high achievers as they detail their personal and professional journeys in business. My goal is to glean their experiences into actionable insights that you can apply to your own journey. If you're new to the show, we've spoken with successful entrepreneurs, Grammy award-winning artists, best-selling authors, chief executives, and other fascinating minds with unique experiences. We've covered topics such as how to achieve breakthrough in business, growing startups, effective leadership techniques, and much more. If you strive for continual self-improvement and enjoy fascinating and insightful conversation, hit the subscribe button. You'll love it here at America's Entrepreneur. Hey, welcome to America's Entrepreneur. So excited that you're joining us for yet another exciting episode. Real quick before we get started into the show, just want to make you aware of a brand new community offering that has just come out literally just within the last few weeks. It's called America's Entrepreneur Network. It's a premium network designed for you that are trying to grow your business. You want to network, you want to get great ideas, you want to build and foster community. It's it's the place to be. We do uh, we do very regular meetings networking events, and there's plenty more coming. It's it's newer. So really excited for you to join and be a part of what we got going on. And for more information, go to aenetwork.mn. That's that's mikenovember.co. So aenetwork.mn.co. And you can sign up there. Would love, would love, love, love to see you there. So we're going to jump right into today's show. I'm super excited to welcome a fellow podcaster to the program, John Stoddard. John is also, he, he's a fellow U.S. military veteran, so y'all know me well enough at this point to know that I have a, such a soft spot for, for fellow veterans, uh, but John has had an amazing career, and I'm super excited to learn more about what he's, what he's done, what he's up to, and what the future holds for him. So real quick about him, he's currently he's the CEO of Stack Acquisitions, and Stack Acquisitions, as you might imagine, because of the name, they, they, they acquire great companies. And so there's, there's a lot there, I'm sure that John could unpack for us. But he's also the he's host of top M&A entrepreneurs podcast. So for those of you that are you know, incredibly interested to know more about the, the, the world of mergers and acquisitions, I'd encourage you to check out john's podcast incredibly powerful and impactful with some incredible stories. So feel like definitely check that out. I'll link all this up in the show notes. And then most recently, he's also the founder of deal flow system net, which I'm sure we'll learn more about today. So with that, John, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, brother. So, you know, fellow fellow veteran, you did a few years in the Air Force. And then following that, um, you know, it looks like you've done a lot of sales related work before you started to go out and, and onto your own. So like, if you wouldn't mind, share with us a little bit about that journey. What, what did it look like for you when you went from you know, doing business development for organizations to then, you know what, I think I might want to do this on my own. Yeah. So just to rewind a little bit, you know, yeah. I, I went to the Air Force and I said, man, I want to go to college. I just didn't like taking orders from people that just didn't seem like they're, you know, like a sergeant telling me what to do. And I go, well, why am I doing that? I can't be like, why am I doing that? You know, so uh, I, I put in a lot of money into the V program, which is Reagan's pro- program where you put a dollar in and they'll give you eight dollars back. And as soon as I got out of the Air Force, I went to the Northern Arizona University, which paid for almost. I'd say 90% of my school. uh, And I went to school for engineering, electronics, engineering, technology. And I loved it, but I just wasn't the type that stared at inanimate objects all day. Uh, And I found out that pretty early 
went to work for a defense contractor called LinkedIn Flight Simulation and said, hey, man, I, I, I got to move to sales. So then I started my journey in you know, customer service and then in the business development and the sales and, and spent the rest of my career doing that. Some small companies, big companies. And then uh, I just said, man, I, I'm ready. I, I got to put my money where my mouth is and I, I'm going to try this on my own, which was the, you know, buying a company, going to a broker, doing it again. And, and then I keep going. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and it, that, that is a really fascinating and I think it's a really wise move into the entrepreneurship space that I don't think enough people talk about. And there, and there is, there's going to be a lot of companies just because of our aging population right now, even of just people that are trying to offload their company. I'm sure business is pretty good for you in that, in that regard, but you've got people that are, that are aging out of their businesses and they may or may not have, you know, an, an heir or somebody that they want that they want to turn the business over to long, long term. And so now you've got, you know, open range for businesses that are up for sale and you got owners that are trying to cash out. And so that provides an amazing opportunity for somebody with an entrepreneurial mind to come in and be like, you know what, I see what this company's done for the last 10, 20, 50, 60, 80 years. And here's where I think we could go with a little bit of wise, you know, some wise movements here. Is that, is that kind of along the lines of what you were thinking as you're going into this? Yeah, I, there's some figures out there where there's 10,000 baby boomers retiring every year. And I, it, it, you can go, it's it, the one thing, there's two parts to this is you can go to a broker site, which means the business is already for sale. Yeah. But most of the business is they're under this iceberg under the water, which is they don't know they're for sale, but you just have to go ask them. That's most of the businesses. Um, and that could range from, you know, uh, civilian entrepreneurs to military veterans who got out of the service, let's say Vietnam War. They've been running their business for 30 years uh, and they got a nice manufacturing business doing $10 million. And they go, man, I just got to figure out how to retire. I got to get out. I can't find anybody to do the business. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, and that's a, and that's a great path. I mean, it really is like, I, I see that just, I mean, feel free to disagree with me on this point, but like, I feel like that, that is every bit as much of an entrepreneurial journey than, you know, starting something from scratch. Like you, it's, it takes vision, it takes creativity, it takes resourcing. There's a lot that goes into it. It's not just as simple as just like, if it was me, I'll, I'll just, I'll just use myself. Like, cause I don't want to speak for, for you or for anybody else, but if it was me and I, and I could evaluate a business where I thought, okay, the fundamentals are there, financials are there, you know, you know, you run through all these different risk factors and you're like, okay, I see that the total addressable market here is way bigger than what we're doing now. And with some, with some wise moves and, and some thoughtful leadership here, we could really, we could really grow this thing. And like that really, I mean, that takes, that takes some entrepreneurial guts, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, they call it acquisition entrepreneurs. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole program started out of the uh, Harvard Business uh, School that just, you know, private equity firms will get behind you, fund you, because they have a bunch of young people out there doing bird dog work, finding the businesses, and they'll fund them. Yeah. This is acquisition entrepreneurship. It's buying cash flow. I mean, I, I had a mentor tell me, he's like, you know, okay, you, you want to start a business. And I started a business. It's crazy. You know, like, there's millions of ways to die in the West. But Buying a bit, starting a business is like building the whole entire plane, going through the process, getting the engines in, the wings, and and then doing test flights and everything. Or you can buy a plane that already flies, 
and all you have to do is learn how to pilot. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. And then, you know, as, as you're going along, you might, you know, upgrade, do a little bit of rehab too, you know, at the same time. So, yeah, a lot of these guys, like, you know, if a guy's been like a Vietnam veteran, been running his manufacturing business for 30 years, he, you know, at some point he just stops creating new ideas. He just keeps consistently, sure. does the status quo. And you can look at it and go, wow, there's some asymmetric information there, you know, to make an extreme example, it goes like they don't even have a website. Man, if we had a website, we could add, you know, 5%, 10% more business. That's just an example, but that's what happens. You say, yeah, I want that business. I know where to get new customers, clients. I know how to find new clients. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so, and then just to clarify, John, do you, is that, is that part of what your business does? Stack, uh, stack acquisition. So if I, yeah. if I wanted to buy a company, I could go, I could go, I could go to you. Yeah, stack acquisitions. Uh, we're seeking uh, software companies in between two million and twenty million in revenue. Now we were headstrong into it, but we are very particular about what we buy. So last year we put a number of you know we had some offers out there, but we've kind of scaled back till we see what the economics is going like. This is freaking crazy, man. The Dow Jones under thirty thousand. S&P's down, NASDAQ's down, 10,000 cows dying in the West. Uh, and where we're going with oil and inflation, we don't know. So, But we do know that valuations are going down. So that's the best time to buy when the valuations are absolutely. down. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. For sure. Well, that's that's really cool. So I love how you've taken your experience. You're, you're doing a ton of business development work, and then, you, and then that's kind of that's kind of the direction you went. So, I mean, if you don't mind, if we can go just even like a little bit deeper, a little bit step further than that, like where, like, was it just, were you just getting tired of doing business development for other people and seeing you like the effort, like your, all your efforts paying somebody else off? Like, well, like what, what, what snapped for you that was like, you know what, I really want to go do this. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're working business development and sales, you know, everything's taken care of for you and all you have to do is get sales, but it's really compartmentalized. I, I wanted something more challenges also wanted to make more money. So, and as you know, buying a business or owning a business is one of the fastest ways to get wealthy. You can just look on the, uh, the millionaire list. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, you know, it's like, Hey, look, What's important to a business? And if you understand cash flow, you understand finances, you understand, you know, a balance sheet, income statement, and what makes the business tick or bell ring the KPIs and metrics, you're just feel like that challenge. You want to go do it. You like charge ahead and try it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I failed. I mean, I, I bought a business from a broker site. It was a kind of an education course business. I had to shut it down after six months. Wow. I mean, it, it doesn't always work out. Yeah. Well, yeah. What did you learn in that experience? Well, I overpaid. Uh, I didn't do enough due diligence on the business. And then I was uh, in, in between the go negotiation. They came back with me, the broker. I, I don't know if it was on my side or not on my side, but they, the seller said, hey, we got to re-sign this contract with Yahoo, where we do our advertising to, for this business to work. And I didn't look into that enough to what that meant and just said, okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll buy the business and do it. And then finds out, I find out like two, three months later that 
that contract was in violations of Yahoo's new policies, where a good majority of the leads came from and the business came from, which killed my business right after that. So I had to shut it down. I mean, oh my gosh. that just happens. You go into it like that's where you acquire wisdom, right? Yeah. For mistakes, not listening, sure. having a big ego and, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I really appreciate you sharing that. Cause I mean, not, 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 a, not everybody is willing to kind of open up a little bit on what, and some of their challenges have been. And so, I mean, that's, that's incredibly impactful. I mean, I've had other folks on the show that I've shared, you know, you know, many multiples of tens and tens and tens of thousands, if not more than that of, of mistakes that they've made in business and like, Hey, you know, that's just that, that's just me learning, you know? And so unfortunately it can be, it can be a pretty expensive um, lesson to learn, but you're a lot stronger because of it now. Like now that's, that's something that you probably really zero in on now for you know, ev- uh, everything going forward, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to get smarter. And the, the thing you don't want to do is keep making your own mistakes. Sure. The, the wise learn mistakes from others. And you know, you, all the, you start following people that are doing 10 X or hundred X you're doing and go, where do they seek their wisdom or inspiration or guidance and where do they learn from? And when Warren Buffett says, well, uh, you know, I read four or five, six hours a day. Well, he's reading financial documents. He's, he's reading for people that build billion dollar businesses like their stories. So that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. So what you've been working on. So, I mean, you, you're, you know, you're working obviously these, a couple of these things. So you, you, you got stack, acquisitions which you've been going at for a little bit over a year now and then as a part of no doubt as part of your business development process you've got the top m a entrepreneurs podcast which looks once again absolutely fantastic and then just recently launched dealflowsystem.net so you tell me where we should go i i i, I had this question posed to me and it's the, the way you have to be introspective it goes like how do you want to find business. How would you like clients to find me? You ask that self. How do you, how would you want clients to find me? So today's world, a lot of that is being able to release your expertise on social media. Because people are not attracted to what you do. They're attracted to how you make them feel. So true. Yeah. So how do I do that? If I'm interviewing and I love doing this, I'm interviewing people that have acquired 27 businesses. For instance, my last guest was James P. Shanahan. He's 82 years old. He acquired 27 businesses, all of them blue collar, you know, between one and six, $7 million because he found that was the best ROI. He didn't want to get into the area where the private equity works out and those guys are loading the company down with debt. He would buy the company with, say, 50% cash, 50% debt, which was seller financing. Wow. And then he'd come in there and do what he could to optimize the business. So this listening to this guy, getting his book, and you know, being able to now have a friend where I could say, you know what? Hey, James, I'm gonna buy a business. Would you be on like to be on my board? Fantastic. Like this is you know, sharing information, his expertise to the world and I'm learning and everybody else is learning. And today's world, like social media, you can do that on, on the, the big five, what TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and whatever else there is. Yeah. This is how you release your expertise and how you build social capital. hundred percent. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're then that was spot on because that's, it really is about the way that people feel when they, when they interact with you, whether it's something uh, like an article that you post, a video clip that you release, people want to get to know you before they do business with you. That's just, and it's just natural. Right. And so the problem is we get, it, it's like, it's a two edged sword, right? Never before have we had such quick access to people. Like I have direct access to people I could have never envisioned or dreamed of 30 years ago. And now I, I mean, they're literally at my fingertips. And so the problem though, with that is there's tons of people that, I mean, you're getting sold to left and right every day. I mean, I get sold to probably, you know, a dozen or so at least more times per day. And what's amazing though, is on the flip side of that though, people get a chance to get to know you. They get to feel kind of how you operate. They get to know a little bit about your character, your values, just your general vibe to put it. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. And so they're like, you know what? John's a guy I would want to do business with, or Aaron's a guy I would love to do business with. Like, I'm going to see what this dude's all about and let's see if there's something that he could help me with. Right. And so, and, and then the more content you've produced, now you've got such a repository that people literally, I mean, I've had people talk with me and then it's like, they act like they act like they already know me already. And it's like, <laughs> dude, I've talked to you for five minutes. I, I can't wait to get to know you too, but you're coming into this conversation with way more, way more Intel on me than I have on you. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's also kind of interesting who you attract to you. Yeah. I mean, normally when you first started, if it's in your head, you're dead. Right. But then you start releasing your expertise and then you were who you wanted to attract is not who comes to you. It's other people <laughs> that come to you. Yeah. And, you know, and it's a whole range of like, Hey man, I love your content. Oh, Hey man, I uh, consume, I spent the whole weekend listening to 15 episodes of your podcast. Like I, I love that stuff. Like I, I didn't know that you're right. I didn't know who that guy was, but now we're close because the way I made him feel. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's, it's a very powerful thing. And, and, it can work for or against you, right? And so to your very point, John, it's like if like people are attracted to those that that they feel more similar like. So if there's some if there's a position that you've taken or that you're really like hammering that they that really resonates with them in a good way or in a negative way, that's gonna either and I think it helps everybody out, honestly, because it's like, okay, I just I just kind of helped filter out people that I probably wouldn't want to work with anyway, because the first thing we talk about is going to be something that's like, we're, we just, we don't, we don't see it the same. And I mean, we, we work with everybody to be clear, but I'm just saying just, it's that, it's like that dating phase where people are just trying to discover what each other's all about. And that, that alone really acts as a, as, as a pretty nice filter. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it is like a dating game because you start dating somebody and you have the first date. Oh, that was great. The second date, like she says something or he says something and go, Oh Yeah. That's yeah. uh, that's not cool. Yeah, and that's it, right? Then you go on to the next person. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, I mean, as as we're winding things down here, John, like I would love to ask, kind of like the the obvious but you know introspective question here of like you know you've 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 had a really long successful career, and I feel like you're just getting started still and doing amazing things. If you could give yourself advice with all the knowledge that you've accumulated to date, back to when you began your entrepreneurial journey, what like what do you think that might look like? Yeah, I would uh, try to learn uh, mistakes that others have made. I mean, Warren Buffett talked about that. I would read more about, uh, uh, you know, successful people's, uh, you know, books that they wrote or biographies about them. Uh, I, I would try to avoid the mistakes that they made um, and just slow down. Like, 
uh, you know, Warren Buffett talks about it, you, if you had a punch card and you only had 20 punches on it, you know, you're going to be very critical about who you acquire, who you date, whatever job you get into it, just don't jump into it. Now, when you're younger, you're just going like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just going to jump into it to get the experience. I didn't like it. So I quit. So I did something, you know, that happens, but it doesn't mean you can't read like successful people's biographies. That's a great point. Or yeah. listen to some really awesome podcasts, right? Or listen to some awesome podcasts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, man, I, uh, how can people get closer to you? Like, how can they get to know you? I know, I mean, uh, for LinkedIn, for those listening, I mean, you can, you can learn more about John by going to linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash John Stoddard. That's S T O D D A R D. But John, how, how else can people follow you or learn more about what you're up to? Yeah, you can uh, go to a YouTube channel. Uh, you'll just find me under Top M&A Entrepreneurs Podcast. Um, I've got about 62 episodes out there. I only started a year ago. Uh, I love doing it. Um, and LinkedIn. Usually awesome. I'm hanging out on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, no doubt. I mean, you're, you're, you and I were talking off air. You got a great podcast. You're you're taking off like a rocket with that thing. You got an, a, like an amazing personality for it. I think you are like very, well, very, very well positioned to do very well in the podcasting space. So I'm, I'm super excited for you, man. And I, I just want to thank you for spending some time with me on, uh, on, on this afternoon and look forward to looking forward to uh, learning more. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on the show. Yeah. You got it, John. Thanks for listening to America's entrepreneur. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review or comment on your preferred social media platform. Share it out with friends, family, coworkers, others in your network. And of course, you can write me directly at Aaron at boldmedia.us. That's A-A-R-O-N at boldmedia.us. Till next time.